Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Oz. It's April Fool's Day, so trust no one and trust nothing. Be on your best behavior. But I can assure you that everything you're about to hear in this podcast is true. The vision of truth, Zara Seidler, is sitting across from me. Zara, before we talk to Maddie and Sophie from You're In Good Company about the IPOing of adult entertainment site OnlyFans, take us through the big headlines of the day. Some slightly better news for those waking up in the New South Wales Northern Rivers regions. The worst of the rainfall does seem to have moved away, with the locals now able to assess the damage caused by flooding for the second time in a month. Byron Bay and Ballina recorded 300 millimetres of rain in just 48 hours, while Sydney closed out its wettest March in recorded history. There were 10 days of the month that recorded over 25 millimetres of rain and can confirm 26 of 31 days recorded rain. The UK's top cyber spy, Sir Jeremy Fleming, has said some Russian troops in Ukraine are refusing to carry out commands and Vladimir Putin has, quote, massively misjudged the situation and the resistance of the Ukrainian people. Now, Sir Fleming made these comments while speaking at the Australian National University in Canberra. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has addressed Australia's federal parliament via video link, thanking Australia for its military assistance. New research has found that cases of melanoma, the most deadly form of skin cancer, is expected to increase globally by 50% by 2040. There was data collected by the International Agency for Research and Cancer, and that study was published in the GAMA Dermatology. The team of international researchers found that in 2020 there were 325,000 new cases and that by 2040 they're expecting 510,000 cases and the number of deaths to increase from 57,000 to 96,000. And today's good news, Qantas has announced it will cut carbon emissions by 25% before 2030 and ban all single-use plastics on board aircraft by 2027. The company also committed to sourcing 10% of its fuel from green alternatives. We are back with Maddie and Sophie from Your and Good Company, one of Australia's best financial podcasts, helping you young people of Australia get your head around the world of finance, markets, banking, crypto, everything to do with money. Maddie and Sophie, what's a big finance story you wanted to take us through today? So in the never-ending chronicles of Elon Musk, Musk made an announcement via Twitter on Monday that his electric vehicle maker Tesla is planning a second stock split in two years. So a quick recap, a stock split is when a company splits the existing shares that are in circulation. In the case of Tesla, a five to one stock split was proposed. So basically that just means that if you own one Tesla share at let's say a price of around $1,000, After the split, you will own five Tesla shares at a price of around $200 each. So the overall value of your investment doesn't actually change. I guess you just get more pieces of the same pie, so to speak. And why would a company do a share split? Yeah, so we've actually seen a lot of big tech companies doing this recently, and it's because their share prices have been rising significantly over the past couple of years with the pandemic-induced share market rally. So I've seen the likes of Apple, Amazon, Google all undergo stock splits. And the reason being is that it actually makes the share price cheaper for investors. So if we think classic supply and demand, a stock split means that essentially there is a greater supply of shares, which brings down the share price and I guess makes it more attractive for investors, especially retail investors like you and me. 
So when I'm talking about shares to people, especially those who are looking to enter the share market, I always try and explain to them that it doesn't matter what the price of the share is. It's about the value of your investment. But what you guys are saying now is that this is kind of meant to make the shares more attractive to your retail investors because it doesn't have that $1,000 price tag. It more has that $200 price tag. Am I getting all of that right? Yeah, it's exactly right. With stock splits, a lot of it really comes down to market psychology. So it appears more accessible if the share price is lower, because if I go onto Google and I'm like, oh, I'm interested in buying Tesla shares and I say it's $200, I'm like, cool, I can afford one of those shares. Whereas if I go on and say that the share price is 1000 that might feel too expensive for me to be able to afford. Fascinating how the psychology of humans works their way into the share price. Sophie, What's been on your radar? On my radar is that OnlyFans, the content subscription service, wants to go public through a SPAC. So OnlyFans has become a huge social media platform over the past couple of years with millions of monthly users, especially over the pandemic. And the company has gotten to the point where they want to go public and they're in talks with multiple SPACs. So a bit of a breakdown of the jargon, a SPAC is a special purpose acquisition company and it's simply a blank check company that doesn't have any operations. So they will merge with a target company, in this case OnlyFans, to go public through the stock exchange. So just like companies go public through a traditional route of an IPO, it's just another avenue to do so. I've uh, had a few requests to read the news on OnlyFans and show people how beautiful I am. (laughs) Some weird requests coming through to the Daily Oz. Love it. (laughs) I try and give the people what they want. But you've said that there was a burst of success in the app during the pandemic. Do you think this is the right time for a company like OnlyFans to go public? Would people be apprehensive to invest because of the nature of the product? Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. So OnlyFans on paper is doing really well, like really well. It has $1.2 billion in net revenue and $620 million in free cash flow. And both of these figures are projected to double in 2022 but it's having issues with talks to go public because of the adult content that it's producing on its platform. And there's a bit of hypocrisy in this story because on the one side, a SPAC took Playboy public last year after it rebranded to a pleasure and lifestyle company, but it has a very similar content basis to OnlyFans. And on the other side, there's a lot of retail investors who aren't really in investing to care about the ethics of a company or to understand the background, but they're there to make a profit. You know, they're less concerned with, do they have climate change initiatives or are they adhering to modern slavery acts? They're there to make a profit. So it's interesting that OnlyFans is doing so well, but it can't find investors to back it. A fascinating conundrum. I'll... uh have to hold off on my plans to launch my page until this is all settled. I don't want to launch in such an uncertain environment. But you do know that, Sam, it's early days for the industry and there's definitely a growing movement to recognise OnlyFans creators' work as legitimate, so maybe it's a space you can move into soon. I do think the budget coverage would have been made a bit better if it had been over on OnlyFans with me in my budgie smugglers. (laughs) But... uh, Guys, before we leave you for the weekend, are there any finance or money stories that you've got your eye on in the week ahead? 
Yeah, so I read earlier this week that the CEO of Goldman Sachs is headed to DJ at Lollapalooza. He has DJed at a few events before, so I'm, I don't know, I kind of want tickets. I would love to see the CEO of one of the world's largest investment banks in action up on those DJ decks. I'm looking into the Apple hardware subscription. Apple have come out saying that there's a potential for them to launch a new hardware subscription, which would just create a whole new layer of revenue for the already huge company. So it's one that I'll be keeping my eye on. Elon Musk, OnlyFans, DJing, investment bankers. It has been an interesting discussion with Maddie and Sophie from (laughs) Your Own Good Company. You can listen to them wherever you're listening to this podcast. Until then, if you want to catch up with news over the weekend, you can find us on Instagram at The Daily Oz. There's a chance we're expecting an election announcement very, very soon, so keep your eyes peeled on that channel. Have a sensational weekend, keep safe, and we'll speak to you on Monday.